everyone, you're watching The Big Fight and I'm Maria Shakil. Exit polls have given their verdict. While we wait for the actual results, which will come on the 3rd, here is a look at the 10 big takeaways from the exit polls. Takeaway number one. We may have been talking of polarized politics and for the first time, the exit polls give a polarized picture. Two states for the Congress, two for the BJP. In fact, exit polls have made both the national parties quite happy. Placard number two, that is the big takeaway number two. In the best of situation in the past, the Congress hasn't crossed the majority mark on its own in Rajasthan. This time, some pollsters have given an upper limit of 101 to the Congress in a state which traditionally follows a revolving door sentiment. Does this mean Gehloth, the magician, has pulled his biggest trick ever? Three pollsters have predicted a BJP wave in Madhya Pradesh despite 18 years of anti-incumbency. Others predict a dead heat between the BJP and the Congress. Can the BJP's gambit of collective leadership under the overarching umbrella of Prime Minister Modi be the answer to the fatigue over its state governments? Takeaway number four. As the pollsters say that there is a 3% error of margin, plus minus, uh, from one-way election in 2018 with 68 seats in Chhattisgarh to a comfortable victory for Bupesh Bagel, with the BJP also improving its tally, it may not be all gloom and doom for the BJP in the 90-member Chhattisgarh Assembly. All the pollsters predict Telangana for the Congress. If that happens, it will win a second southern state on its own. But why are there no takers for the double-engine narrative of the BJP in South India? We ask. In Mizoram, it appears that the incumbent MNF, which campaigned extensively on the Manipur unrest and ethnic ties with cookies in neighbouring Manipur, is losing out despite the campaign on regional identity. The Zoram People's Movement, a relatively younger party, appears to be the biggest gainer with its campaign based on governance and welfare. The Congress has not managed to revive itself despite a leadership change. Welfareism plus Hindutva for the BJP and welfareism plus soft Hindutva for the Congress. With Revant Reddy in fact doing Govardhan Puja on the day of polls and Kamal Nath and Gehloth showcasing temple runs. The question is, have these parties found a template for 2024? Vocal for local. After Himachal Pradesh and Karnataka, if the Congress wins Chhattisgarh and Telangana as predicted by pollsters and manages to win another Hindi state, it's clear that the party's local leadership can take on brand Narendra Modi in state elections. A good score for the Congress will increase its bargaining power within the India bloc for seats in the Lok Sabha polls as well. And the final takeaway, pollsters predict cliffhanger in some states, clear majorities in others. But since elections are the festival of democracy, let there be a celebration that women voters might have just shown the way. Joining me on the show, uh, G. Ranjit Reddy is a member of the Lok Sabha of the BRS. We have Robert Royt, uh, Mizoram Sports and Tourism Minister, uh, Sandeep Shastri, Professor and the National Coordinator of Lokniti, Rohan Gupta, Spokesperson of the Congress, Ajay Alok, representing the BJP in the studio, Manisha Priyam, Amitabh Tiwari, Sanjay Singh. Starting with you, Manisha Priyam, 10 takeaways we have talked about. Before third, there will be a lot of takeaways that will be discussed. Your first punch. Uh, Maria, now you've had a very, very, as I would say, localized narrative. You brought it all together. Nothing more to say. But I would say... No political moment is the same one that just passed behind. Uh, tell me, who expected that in a devastated Manipur, a neighboring state of Mizoram would articulate the voices of the Kukizo movement as well? So the vast expanse of the Indian democracy provides a voice. And I think the second important takeaway is that in the state of Telangana, a state that had just uh, uh, been formed uh, under Shri KCR, and I remember his movement, uh, and that overturning the uh, movement for separation of Andhra Pradesh itself from the wider 
uh, territory of Tamil Nadu. In that state, you find that the very person who was the architect of formation of Telangana, as I have been calling him the Birsa Munda for the movement of Telangana, that his leadership would be taken on by a ready leadership, hmm. a combined, therefore, umbrella of Andhra politics, the Mala Madiga subdivision sentiments notwithstanding, you find that the politics of the dominant and behind that certain anti-incumbency and ideology level factors providing for a script for a state level arena. Okay. And I think the overall lesson is that the Congress is able one to punch its weight in smaller parties, is not over. in such larger parties. Professor Sandeep Shastri, your one minute begins now. Maria, I think uh, the five states will show that the states of India are the center of politics when it comes to state assemblies. And next year, we are likely to see that the center is the focus of national politics. I think for me, these two narratives are emerging. Local issues, local leadership, local factors defining and deciding state polls, whereas larger issues becoming important in the Lok Sabha poll. I think for me, what I'm going to look out for on Sunday is does the Telangana verdict redefine hmm. the nature of politics in South India? Will a Congress revival be heralded by the results in Telangana is what I'm going to look out for. And as Dr. Manisha rightly put it, there would be various factors which would go into that verdict okay. if exit polls turn out to so, be correct. So let's wait uh, till third. Sanjay Singh. Maria, since we are discussing this uh, in aftermath of exit polls, uh, I'll begin from where you left. Uh, uh, elections are a festival in our democracy. And uh, so as take exit polls as uh, one of the, those colors of festival, don't take that by heart. And uh, over a period in time, we were told and we learned that you get a trend out of exit poll, if not the result as to who is winning, who is losing. As you met in your, said in your first placard, uh, two exit, uh, two pollsters giving a landslide or three to BJP in uh, Madhya Pradesh and two others going in other directions. Same way in Rajasthan, uh, two pollsters, one in particular giving, uh, uh, I think her number for Congress is 106, hmm. something which has never happened in past for Congress. Uh, they have been around the majority mark. So this time around, the exit polls, the actual results when it happens, these results people would also like to see and judge the pollsters. So they'll be judging the post pollsters post the results. Post, and it seems that different hmm. pollsters have gone to different areas, spoken to entirely different set of people. And they, are they have with, not judged right. okay. the, the right yeah, So in every state we are witnessing a delivery versus promise battle. And the lines between pro-incumbency and anti-incumbency are blurring. Yes. In three states, we are seeing incumbent chief ministers either winning or putting up a very strong fight. In one state, which is Telangana, we are seeing that a, a CM who has delivered, who has brought phenomenal schemes like Raitu Bandhu, which have been sort of copied by the central government in a PM Kisan Nidhi, hmm. is seen struggling. So different states are showing us different trends. There's no common theme or trend which is evolving and pollsters will be judged. Now there will be a demand of a statutory body to look after pollsters, who are funding these pollsters, who is their promoter, what is their background, do they have the research methodologies hmm. to actually predict polls which everybody of us is relying on. Yes. So. Uh Professor Gauravalla, who is a candidate of the Congress party, is also joining us. But before that, Rohan Gupta, spokesperson of the Congress, and Ajay Alok, both of you, your first punch. Go ahead, Rohan. I think, Maria, if you see this uh, exit poll uh, results, you know, you cannot judge anything. There are few polls who are giving Congress edge. There are few polls who are giving BJP edge in MP and Rajasthan. So I think we should not comment. It's not that, uh, because obviously these two days you have only polls to discuss. But if you see these elections overall, what are the narratives for 2024? One thing is very clear, the BJP's gamble of not banking on the local leaders is going to pay out very, very heavily. Uh, it is going to go against BJP very, very heavily. 
all the states they have faced this in karnataka in himachal that they ignored the local leadership and projected uh, national leadership in local elections uh, if you see congress on other hand we have always projected our local leadership other important thing is we are fighting the game of narrative that is our guarantees the delivery of our guarantees in other states and how we are going to deliver these guarantees in the state where the elections are going to be held this narrative of our guarantees has really ensured the bjp negative narrative of hindu muslim politics or a communal politics it is on back foot okay. you have seen that in uh, karnataka you will see in the, all the elections and once this elections are over and congress is going to win in all of them this will okay. change narrative Ajay, on national Alok. level and bjp Which will part also of the exit polls are you looking at well we are looking at all the greener aspect of the exit poll <laughs> in all the five states all the four states are all rather say chatisgarh madhya pradesh rajasthan and telangana we are increasing our tally and i am pretty sure that given our track record because once the election starts if you are on an upswing you keep on doing an upswing so in all the three states we are on an upswing and uh, i am pretty sure that uh, we will form the government in chatisgarh rajasthan and madhya pradesh as far as telangana goes we will definitely have a very strong presence don't forget we just had only one seat and this time all the exit polls are showing us that we'll get something between 7 to 12 so i take this as a jump now with the one seat we had four lok sabha seats in 2019 so definitely with this much seat our tally in the lok sabha is also going to improve okay so for okay. us it's a bag of good results what we are expecting okay so obviously the politicians both of them rohan gupta and ajay alok uh, are looking at the greener side of these exit polls but uh, coming to the candidate here professor goravallav uh, congress candidate from udaipur uh, and i will ask the studio guests also to pitch in in these questions uh, which side of the exit polls are you looking at professor vallav uh, maria i am i can only convey my Uh, thoughts only for the state of Rajasthan because other states I was not uh, well aware. But for Rajasthan, I can tell you that Congress is going to form the government, and most of the exit polls are also showing the same. And I can give you the reason, Maria. In Rajasthan, the politics of polarization that end full stop is there. Now there is a politics of satisfaction, not polarization. satisfaction to the state government employees in the form of ops satisfaction to the ladies for getting 500 rupees gas cylinder satisfaction to the middle class for getting 50 lakh rupees of health insurance so now there is a politics of satisfaction dhruvi karan ki jagah maria santushti karan ho gaya lekin is politics of satisfaction ki jo aap baat kar rahe ho aur bol rahe hain ki Uh, the hindutva politics or that has been rejected but we did see those images also of you going to a temple so the temple run of the congress party is also continuing so, i mean that's uh, for optics maria may i am just asking the people who are sitting here whether they believe in particular ideology or not but are they not going to their religious places if if i am a hindu i am not going to religious places maria problem is that hmm. that other election if i am going to election maria shakil is not covering me but during the election if i am going then maria shakil is covering okay. me that That's, is the problem okay okay so manisha priyam has a question for you gaurav no i i'm just looking at the range of your uh, political geography i saw you last fighting the jamshedpur elections and i was quite surprised to uh, see you in the udaipur elections uh, which of the politics uh, uh, would you like to prefer uh the jamshedpur politics which is very much a politics of industrialization and labor unions or the udaipur politics where surprisingly you had a saffron safa on while you yes. were fighting the elections so maria and uh, manisha ji and i follow Jamshed- you closely forget uh, the television man- i follow man- you closely uh, can i can i revert ma- ma- manisha ji manisha ji uh, udaipur is my native place Jamshedpur is the place where I work, but I slightly differ from you, Manisha ji. That in Jamshedpur also, that union and all those things were talks of nineties and eighties. Now there is a new Jamshedpur, and Udaipur is the world's most beautiful city. So both are one is the India's industrial hub, and another is the India's tourism hub. So they had their own style of thought process, their style of functioning. So 
as far as politics is concerned politics is all about how you affect the people who are standing in the last uh, row of the queue so okay. i i think politics is more or less same there is no not much difference in politics politics is that how you talk how okay. what you we have want one more question and then i will say bye bye to you sanjay singh uh, more, one simple thing agar hindi mein main puchu ha इतनी मारा मारी टिकट के लिए होती है इतने सारे रिवल होते हैं मतलब एक मजिशियन वहाँ गहलोत जी हैं दूसरे मेरे ख्याल से आप भी मजिशियन हैं क्या कि मतलब वहाँ से भी लड़े फिर यहाँ आकर के लड़े फिर बाकी चीजों को जिस तरह से बयां कर रहे हैं तो ये अपने आप में बड़ी उपलब्धि है ये शायद थोड़ा ये क्वालिटी के बारे में या कैसे कुछ लोगों को बताएंगे तो बहुत लोग को फायदा होगा संजय जी आ, इसके लिए एक बार मारिया आपको और मुझे दोनों को बुलाएगी अभी बिग फाइट पे हम मुझे लगता है एग्जिट पोल के लिए आए हैं उसके बाद आपको भी मैं अपना बताऊंगा व्यूज पर राइट नाउ संजय जी इश्यू ये है कि देश एक एक ऐसी पार्टी के खिलाफ राजस्थान ने वोट दिया है जिन्होंने पूरा इलेक्शन नेतृत्व विहीन नीति विहीन और नियत विहीन The BJP had contested Rajasthan election without leader, without policy, and without fair things. You will really be surprised, believe... Sanjay ji. Let me, let me, let me, let me complete. You will be surprised that the the sitting MLA of the Udaipur city, who is also the governor of Assam state, he was campaigning in the city, and I wrote letters to the election commission, marked the CC to the president of India. No action. He okay. was the sitting MLA and the current uh, current uh, I can say the governor of Assam. He was campaigning for okay, BJP. Okay, Gauravallam. Before I let you go, twenty seconds. Your answer: Could the Congress have been a united house, at least presented a united front in these elections? Because uh, you know, perhaps the picture would have been different. Because right now, the upper limit is far bigger than what you have got in all these elections. I think uh, Maria, wait for 24 hours. We will be having a handsome numbers, and I, 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 you know, I am a man of data. I don't lie. I can tell you very fairly that we will have, we will be having a total tally better than the last 2018 tally. Okay. We are going to have number of MLAs more than our 2018 MLAs. Okay. Thank you so much. I'll uh, connect with you again on third. Uh, let me bring in uh, another candidate. Uh, Robert Royt, he is uh, Mizoram's uh, tourism and IT minister. Uh, you had hoped that there will be a running theme of uh, what is being seen as unrest in Manipur, but that doesn't seem to be really a talking point in the state. If we go with the exit polls, thank you very much, Maria. Uh, at the outset, I'd like to express uh, my you know, uh, personal view. Regarding India today, exists my India, uh, you see, post-poll report, hmm. wherein it has given 28 to 35 seats out of 40 to ZPM. That is totally unacceptable, and because there are as many as more than there are more than 14-15 uh, MLS seats where ZPM has hmm. no. Present presence and, and this uh, report is you see <clears throat> uh, it seems to be very biased and I have six survey reports with me now out of six only two have given more seats to the PM where four four uh, four reports have given an edge to MNF. Yes. So we so, wait for the results on third uh, but at the, at, the, at, the, at, the beginning, at the beginning of your Uh, you see, when you start the discussion, you told that uh, the PM is, uh, you see, more hopeful than MNF. That is also not correct as far the report of the post poll survey. Hmm. And uh, if, if uh, and you see, Mizoram is uh, located in such a very very remote area, and uh, uh, it is very difficult to. If the all reports, uh, post poll survey reports from uh, who have done from outside of the state, and uh, you see, in view of uh, the <coughs> present government, 
which is free of corruption and which has been doing a very good for the development and okay. not only that. So you are, you are thinking of a completely different uh, set of answers here. Amitabh Tiwari, quick question for him and then I move on to other guests. So what is your opinion on the final prediction, sir, because you are saying that some of the polls are not correct and why do you feel that these are not correct and do yeah. not reflect the actual situation on the ground? I am of the view that majority of the poll, uh, the post-poll surveys uh, will be correct and uh, MNF will certainly form the government. And what? what do you think was the impact of the Manipur issue on the Mizoram Manipur politics and elections? MNF has gained a lot politically also because of Manipur uh, in Breglo. So I am sure that uh, because of Manipur issues, there are many, many hidden votes. I should say hidden votes because Manipur products are a large in number in Mizoram. Okay. Uh, so they will vote for MNF. Uh, it is very likely that they will vote for MNF because uh, MNF has done wonderful jobs for the people of Manipur, for the Mizo, uh, you see, Mizo, um, All right. Mizo people. Robert Roy, really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. We'll connect with you again on third. Uh, let's put the spotlight now on Telangana. And as uh, Professor Sandeep Shastri was saying, and there seems to be almost an understanding between all the analysts here, that there would be a tectonic shift in Indian politics if uh, the Congress were to win uh, the state. So did the BRS, Mr. Reddy, take the Congress for granted and you ignored it or overlooked it for last one very good. a very good evening to all the panelists uh, let me not comment on the other states but what has happened in Telangana the polls were on till 9 p.m. yesterday and the exit polls have come at 4 30 you would want to jump into conclusion saying that Congress is coming to power I, I don't really understand what is all this because after 4 30 almost 18 to 19 percent uh, polling was polling has happened and we talk a difference of 2-3%. And third point, for a party with 104 seats out of 119 in Telangana, we are going for the third time election. Any reduction in the number, you would want to call it as a defeat? No. Third thing, and the final point is, for the welfare scheme, what we have done in Telangana for the last 10 years, as Mr. Tiwari has right, rightly said, the schemes which were not done in any of the states, all those schemes were implemented. I don't understand why people will not vote for the BRS again to come to power. The All the surveys, the surveys which are positive for BRS also are there. It is not the only that all the surveys have shown Congress as coming back to power. So the difference of 5, 10 seats and it is very clearly seen that 15 to 20 seats are, have a keen fight also. We talk about 10, 15 seats difference. We talk about okay. 20 seats of keen Ron, fight. Will you respond to that because... What the Congress needs, yes, the momentum is in the favor of the Congress. It may have got the, you know, narrative right, but it needs a massive swing of 10% votes. Yeah, that's what, what I say is, last time that the difference of vote was so much, different yes. they'll be Rohan, please go ahead. It does, it does not Rohan Gupta, that. yes. Rohan, you have to that. unmute yourself. Yeah. Uh, what I'm trying to say, Maria, is politic doesn't work on history and arithmetic. It works on chemistry and future. Hmm. The way Congress Party's complete campaign in Telangana, there was a strong anger of people of Telangana against the current government, the corruption, the until promises. They saw Congress as the only alternative. They saw that BRS, BJP and MIM are one. We could ensure that this narrative penetrated in the minds of people because that is the truth. And that's why all anti-BRS, all anti-party, uh, anti-government uh, voted, let's, voted let's, they consolidated in favor of And that's why you why? see this number. I was, there on I was not speaking in between. This is not a debate like, like this. I was on ground for three months, Maria. The way I saw increase of Congress party because we could get the confidence of people on ground that yeah, Congress is the only party who is fighting BRS with honesty. Whether BJP or MIM, they are supporting BRS internally. So there was a strong anti-incumbency. We could project our strong state leadership. That they, they, they fought collectively. 
we could get give our seat geometry is penetrated hmm. and at the end of the day the kind of expectation what we have telling ana you will see much more than what we see in exit polls that is my okay. uh, calculation so you are expecting a landslide there but professor shastri the question is also what changes if the congress were to win the state of telangana what changes if the congress were to win telangana i think a lot changes i think the there would be a change in terms of the dynamics of politics in important ways uh, a victory for the congress in telangana would mean a revival a second revival after the victory in karnataka hmm. that momentum will build up for the congress and the congress which faces quite a difficult situation in many states of north india and west india would see the south as a space where its revival can begin and in the next year's lok sabha election they would see karnataka and telangana as the two states which could herald in whatever way they can a comeback into the national politics and a return to a larger number of seats so yes. i think this telangana verdict Uh, when it comes out on sunday could make a difference you know it is about welfareism manisha priyam you have worked extensively in telangana if a chief minister who has rolled out so many schemes uh you know if if the exit were polls were to hold if he is not supported by the people and they are going instead on promises that are being offered by the congress party then then if guarantees versus promises or someone you know they would have enjoyed the benefits of the state raitu bandhu for example uh maria i cannot agree with you more than this because you know mahboobnagar jatcharla dharur aiza these are blocks and mandals of telangana that have walked on foot and especially till about 2015 this area was particularly parched for water so there was an andhra pradesh that had an abundance of green agriculture the wealth in east godavari one of the richest regions agriculturally of india and you had this side i would go to schools and i would find children not there and i would go back to be told that there's such a drought in these districts that parents have migrated for work taking their children along i would go to the yelamma festivals and i always believed that the route to a strong telangana state was actually this emphasis on welfareism mm. and especially in the parched lands the coming in of irrigation power these things were very very important remember chandrababu naidu loses an entire andhra election because he had raised the tariff for power under the influence of the world bank restructuring now there where i believed that welfareism was delivering not macarisma not magic not any kind of ideology of the land it was a telugu mata that unified andhra and telangana but in the divided telangana i always believed that welfareism trumps everything else so definitely a lot of soul searching if indeed the exit poll uh, hold true hmm. and even if they don't even if the congress does better i would say that the brs the erstwhile trs ksr and his family will need to do a lot of soul searching for where they may have slipped up and ceded ground to the congress which had been non existent was it so about far. inaccessibility mr reddy that chief minister was seen as inaccessible and also there is this understanding that you could have gone for changing your mlas against whom there was anti incumbency uh, the chief minister may not have been unpopular but you had unpopular mlas on the ground if you not find fault with me there are two two things what i want to tell all the mla candidates were declared about 3 months before the elections so by then the congress and the bjp party were poaching on us they were looking for the candidates who will not be given tickets in our party so that they they'll get the candidates along with the cadre that was the situation of both the parties here after that as far as the non availability of the chief minister is concerned we have formed 33 districts out from 10 districts so out of 33 districts we have all the centers all the excellent collectorates within all the collector all, we have integrated offices everywhere in all the 33 district so when all the offices are available when the things are going pretty smoothly all the welfare schemes are with the dbt what else is the issue in telangana how does it matter whether they have to meet the cm or someone else who is higher up than the collectorate and all when the things are not implemented properly then they have to go to the cm then they have to write to the cm okay amita turnout in telangana has been lower than last year hmm. last time hmm. generally lower turnouts are good for the incumbent gujarat is a classic example of it two terms continuously low turnout 
and BJP has been scraping through once and winning. See, urbanization is a double-edged sword. The level of urbanization in Telangana is 48 percent, hmm. all India is 35 percent. But then the, this creates a neo-middle class aspirational class and there is a high slum population also in Telangana, which lacks basic civic necessities. So, there is a, also a sort of a battle between the haves and have nots in urban pockets, where the uh, BRS used to be fairly strong. So, you have greater Hyderabad region and the BJP did fight, uh, you know, GHMC polls very, very fiercely. But Ajay Alok, you vanished from the scene. I mean, till a year ago, it was seen as a contest between the BJP, you were seen as a challenger to BRS and uh, then the entire campaign frizzled out. It is the Congress which peaked at the last, at the right moment. So what went wrong? Do you think you could have undergone that organizational changes where you got Mr. Kishan Reddy? Could that have happened earlier? See, right from the beginning, we are saying this, that we are going to just register a very strong presence in Telangana. There is no doubt about it. In the last corporation election, we backed 44 seats in the Greater Hyderabad region. Of course, we, uh, the organizational strength is picking up. And we are pretty sure that from 1 to 10, if we go, it's a good achievement. We don't mind that. It's, it's a beginning time for us. We didn't vanish from the scene. And secondly, Telangana is also witnessing a battle of appeasement. The battle of appeasement between Congress and BRS. Hmm. And don't forget, you know, out of 120 seats, 40 seats are just Muslim dominated. And that's why they are fighting for it. Okay, what but, we are fighting is for the Ajay development Alok, of Telangana, both the fighting, the the fact fa fighting for their family. That, that the BJP failed to convince the people, and if we go with these statistics, that you were actually a challenger to the incumbent. The Congress appeared to be more sincere in coming out with that narrative that they are actually the challenger to BRS. See, the perception is being made. Right. The perception is always there that the, B, uh, that the BJP is a major challenger to both the parties. And we campaigned really hard. And it's in the hands of the people whether they accept us or not. Mm -hmm. If they don't accept us, that is also we'll accept it with a folded hand and we'll continue to work further. When, when did we claim that we are going to form the government? But we are still saying that we will have a very strong presence in Telangana. There is no doubt about it. Okay. When after winning one MLA seat, we can win four parliament seats, then if we win ten... MLA this time. Just imagine the kind of parliament seat we are going to win in 2024. It won't be less than 10. Okay. That's for they sure. had five MLAs in 2014. Hmm. It fell to one. Yes. So the rise will not be from one to 10. It will maximum be from five to 10. It okay. could still be Rohan five. Rohan wants to come in. See, basically, uh, Maria, if you see Telangana elections, the hmm. way why the narrative changed against BJP, they changed their president, the state president, who was the most performing one under his leadership. They won the by-elections. When they changed that precedent, people of Telangana realized that this BJP and BRS won. And at central level, when BJP wanted support, whether it is note ban or GST, uh, BRS supported them. Kavita was not arrested in liquor scam. This was another major issue. When Amadmi party, two leaders were in jail and BRS leaders not in jail, obviously there is something wrong between, something is cooking between them. Apart from that, at local level or national level, whenever one other required each other, they have supported. And this is quite clear in minds of people. Ajay Alokji told that it is perception. No, the perception created based on the evidences and reality. This is what we took to the people of Telangana. That look, whether it is MIM, whether it is BJP or BRS, there are no cases against MIM. Why? You will find all the leaders who are in opposition party, there are cases of ED. There was no ED in Telangana till the election ended. So it is clear that when MP and Telangana, there was no ED, there were no cases. Obviously, there is some ilo ilu between BRS and BJP. Okay. And that's what we, we expose Sanjay Singh, them. coming to the Hindi belt, because uh, there are three states there, Madhya Pradesh, Rajasthan and Chhattisgarh. If the incumbents were to return to power, because that is not being ruled out, then what did the BJP do right in Madhya Pradesh? And uh, what did they do wrong in other two states? If the incumbents uh, did not return, that includes uh, Sivraj Singh Chauhan also. So, yeah. uh, if they were to return to power. Were to return hmm. to power. Uh, in all three states, I find it very difficult. Uh, uh, for all said and done, Rajasthan is a very difficult state. 
and uh, Gaurav Ballav's uh, optimism and other person's optimism are notwithstanding. I think Rajasthan is a clear, uh, clearly poised or tilted towards the BJP, uh, irrespective of what uh, some pollsters or outliers are saying. Uh, basically, because uh, Rajasthan, there are too many issues for far too long. Only in the last six months, uh, Mr. Gehlot kind of uh, pulled few things together and started talking uh, about welfareism. And uh, that was the, also the period when Sachin Pilot kind of withdrew from uh, his aggressive path that he had taken. Uh, but people generally tend to vote not just on one issue that you were mentioning about Telangana, about uh, the kind of welfareism. Uh, when you got so many things free, 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 you want ye bhi free, wo bhi free, ye de raha hai, aur bhi dega. Uh, no, but so, even so if it becomes anger. a close contest, if, then it should be a reason of concern for the BJP. Yes, if, if, if that happens, but that has not happened so far. Uh, uh, let uh, final results come on, on third. Uh, I think that would be tilted clearly towards the BJP because there also is a history. In, uh, as you had said in your opening remarks, in best of times, in last 20 years, they got 100 seats. Prior to that, 95, 96 seat and with BSP and some other parties. Because support. the independents or the now, rebels will play a role there. In, in worst of time, huh. when, or in best of times for Congress, that was last election, was so much of anger against Vasundra Raje, they could score 100. Hmm. To cross that mark, there has to be huge, huge, huge pro-incumbency for Mr. Gehlot. That huge pro-incumbency is missing. No, but, but, but uh, Professor Shastri, from Gehlot not being a, given a chance to the exit polls, uh, you know, showcasing that he is very much in the reckoning. That's quite a miles that, uh, you know, he has traveled. Uh, Maria, when the campaign began in Rajasthan, the general view was that the BJP is very comfortable to yes. state, not only revolving door, Congress infighting, all those factors were made. Hmm. But I think as the campaign went along, the Congress strategically decided to make Gehlot the face of the campaign. Uh, I believe all the posters that you saw across the state had Mr. Gehlot as the center of the campaign. So I think by projecting the chief minister and the work he had done, the Congress was able to make some recovery, making the contest a little more keener contest. So my own view is, be it Rajasthan, be it Madhya Pradesh, irrespective of what the exit poll numbers say, hmm. I think both the states are seeing a very, very close contest. Yes, now, and in both the states, it is one face versus a collective leadership. See, I think Shastriji makes a very important point. In Rajasthan, we see the overall result. Rivaz, hmm. state throws out government every five years. Why? Because only 38% of sitting MLAs win the elections. Only 38%. And for Congress, the strike rate is only 25%. For BJP, it is 50%. So Ashok Gehlot realized this, did not change the tickets because in a post-poll scenario, he also needs people on his side to be the chief minister. But he attempted to convert the election into a presidential-style election. About himself. Yeah, about himself and Modi and versus piece. himself. Yes. Modi versus Gehlot, all posters. And he started the campaign in February when he launched the budget. Whereas BJP's campaign has started just recently. Hmm. Because of infighting, they were not able to counter him for the past four years. This Nahi Sahega Rajasthan is a very recent three, six months old campaign. So there is where he has attempted and probably succeeding to some extent. Yes, so Ajay Alok, in both these states, you have collective leadership versus a very clear leadership on the part of the Congress. Be it Mr. Kamal Nath versus... Uh, plethora of leaders or, or a spectrum of leaders. In the other side, it is again Ashok Gehloth versus so many. Or in fact, confusion on the other side. See, right, it, it, there was no confusion at all. It was a strategic decision made by the party that we are going to contest under the joint leadership and the, our face will be Prime Minister Narendra Modi itself. And with the issues pertaining in Madhya Pradesh, Chhattisgarh or Rajasthan, one thing was very clear that the chemistry of the people and the pulse of the people was with the party and with the, with the Prime Minister. In Madhya Pradesh, Modi ke dil mein MP. This connected with the people and the result is there to see. And for Rajasthan, let me tell you, whatever the pollster may be begun, we won't be less than 125, that's for sure. Because Rajasthan is marked by many problems. Crime against women, 
this lynching episodes, open appeasement, law and order failure, the complete economic destabilization of Rajasthan, all kind of corruption, the red diary. There are so many issues in Rajasthan. How can one think, how can Congress even think of getting even 50? Okay. I don't think, let the result come. And my dear friend was saying that you wait for 24 hours. I'll say wait for 48 hours. It's still 48 hours before okay. the result comes. Okay, okay, so Rohan. They are in a state what, of mind of error. What, what did the Congress not do right in the state of Madhya Pradesh? Was there an over-reliance on Mr. Kamal Nath? Because if you look at it, this was an election for you to win. I mean, in the sense that Probably after 18 years of anti-incumbency, if the state is not won by the challenger, then when will you actually register your presence? I think, Mari, I don't know which uh, exit poll you are believing and you are commenting this. No, I'm looking Just at a number of the them. States. They are giving a landslide no, to the BJP. I'm saying that, that's what I'm saying. So 120 seat also is there for okay. Congress party. So that's what I'm saying. The kind of range what we see in exit polls, we should hold our horses till next 48 hours. But yeah, from the ground level report, what we get, there is a strong anti-incumbency against BJP government in Madhya Pradesh. We are going to get benefit. We could penetrate our guarantees there. There is a strong, strong wave in favor of Congress. And you'll see this. Rajasthan, we were fighting on the base of our state government performance. Madhya Pradesh, we were fighting against strong anti-incumbency. Chhattisgarh, against uh, our state has performed well. Telangana, against strong anti-incumbency. And all for these places, our strategy was very clear. How we are showing that we, where we were in government, we have delivered in timeline. And okay. where we are in opposition, if we come to government, how we will deliver. So our, our focus is obviously people, the issues of the people, the issues faced by people, corruption. We never wanted to win this election or fight this election on communal or emotional issues like BJP. If you see a BJP in Rajasthan, they have changed their goalposts. They started with ED, they went to Hindu-Muslim, then again they came to uh, the unfulfilled promises. And finally on the last day of elections, Mr. Prime Minister had to take name of our leader. What is the situation? Where are your issues? Are you fighting election on the basis of what happened to Sachin Pilot? This is the this is the scarcity of issues they had in Rajasthan. Is it really scarcity of issues, Manisha Priyam? Or could a or could a united front on the part of the Congress have completely turned the table? So we still have to wait for uh, December three. Uh, but my understanding uh, very much is. Uh, that the Congress would not do as well in the eastern parts, especially the area where Sachin Pilot has been an important leader. And if the Congress had been able to keep the Gujar vote intact and Sachin Pilot's uh, leadership, remember, he is the one who takes out the rallies when the Rajasthan uh, Public Service Commission paper leaks ha happen. So there was something in to the fact that Gehloth should have kept a Sachin Pilot member. Karnataka election is a double engine between Sidharamaya and D.K. Shivakumar. Hmm. Nobody remembers that Sidharamaya lost the last elections and he had all the Bhagya and the Purna schemes and welfareism. So he had the Ahinda social coalition of the backward caste and the anti-Brahman uh, movement. He had the minorities, Alpmat, you know, with him. He had the f schemes going for him. Why did he lose the elections in 2018? And I think the double engine in Karnataka was a lesson to Rajasthan. The Congress did not take that script. It tells us very importantly that the Congress central leadership is still beholden to what I would say the stubbornness. And now compare that to a BJP which in the aftermath of the Karnataka elections has been seen as changing its strategy, getting in Vijayendra, getting Yadurappa, who has a farmer leader, labor leader uh, image, getting the Lingayat vote intact, and he is now made the leader. So no lessons so learned. Even in, Rohan? Even, yes. Yeah, even in, in Madhya Pradesh, Rajasthan, Chhattisgarh, hmm. BJP declared candidates much before everybody else. That's right. Because they realized that the Modi factor is not working in state elections. Announce candidates because vocal for local. Do not announce, do not project faces, project a combined leadership and also the Modi factor. Yes, and ensure that on your top of it. MPs actually go in contest on the ground. <coughs> so there, there was that effort as well. Yes, quickly, and then I'll bring in Rohan and... Uh, Mari, basically, when you don't announce a okay. chief ministerial candidate, of course, Sivaj Singh Chauhan is very popular in the state, cutting across uh, different social strata, women in particular, because uh, of various schemes, largely Bahna, uh, latest of them. Those people, section of people who are not, though sympathizer of BJP, but not really very happy with Sivaj Singh Chauhan, for various reasons, uh, the reasons actually people cite their reasons for not being happy with Sir Singh Chauhan, but still liking the BJP. For them, this was an outlet. 
that leadership question is open. At the same time, if I am supporter of Maria Shakil, I would go whole hog, do everything possible to make you or anybody else, you as uh, some, some leader, to make him the leader. And therefore, the, the, the entire energy, the collective strategy, leadership strategy comes into the play. The central leadership here was very much on the job right from the beginning, unlike last time. Last time, there was a certain degree of com complacency hmm. in Madhya Pradesh unit. So much so, a general secretary is also uh, asked to contest there. He seemed to be not very happy. So is some other leaders. Yes. But then it is force of the central leadership that made them work there. So it's about discipline. So, so it's also about discipline, also about building kind of a social coalition, okay. building uh, people, uh, charging various people for various other people. Okay. So uh, was the BJP a more organized than the Congress? Gupta. In, I don't in think Madhya so. Pradesh. Basically, hmm. no, no, I don't think so. Uh, BJP, if they were organized and they, they were confident, they wouldn't, uh, they, they, it was not compulsory for them to ensure that the central minister or MPs also fight the election. That it clearly shows that they were jittery. There was strong anti-incumbency. And I'll tell you now, since the elections are over, see, the basic a problem where BJP is getting stuck now is all the elections they want to fight on the national leaders. It is not possible. You have three different elections in uh, India. One is Lok Sabha, one is uh, state elections, and one is local body. The issues are different. The leaders are different. This is the biggest mistake BJP did, even in Karnataka, where they had a tall leader like Yadurappa. It was he was cut to size, and they had they had to face the results. Same thing in Rajasthan. What I feel they had one. Yes, I badly. What I'm saying about one yes. leader? I am saying you have to have number of leaders state leaders who should be projected and your central leadership can support that okay the promise made by our local leaders we will fulfill okay so but there is what is over reliance there is an over reliance is being highlighted here no but ajay alok see they are not contesting the elections only on well, the factor that's hmm. well first of all First of all, no, first of all, please ask Rohan Gupta to advise to Rahul Gandhi and Congress party instead of advising to us. No, I'm not because advising. the leader's credibility I'm is happy. judged by I'm the performance happy. by the performance he does. So our leader credibility is already established in India and your no, leader no, is yet leader to be launched. And don't talk about state, state leadership. We have plethora of leadership, so you need not bother about it. Wait for 48 hours, you will get the answers. And if Definitely. you're thinking of forming a government in Telangana, you're in a big... Big dilemma. Wait for 48 hours, Rohan Gupta. In the rest three states, sure. you are wiped off. Okay. Party Party which no, no, used to no, say... He has spoken about BRS. Let's get a quick response also from him. Yes, please. Go ahead, Mr. Reddy. The same answer to Mr. Rohan. Because what I say is... Huh. When uh, Mr. Rohan same. says that Congress... Congress is BRS are one. I can prove on the national team. Congress in Telangana. And last time... Did you know why we are winning Telangana? Thank you. They have formed the government after looking into the exit polls. But what has happened? Finally, they have four MLAs now, five MLAs. What were they want to talk about? Had they had, they had, the issue was really for the poor. Why, why will all these parties emerge in the country? That is the pity of Congress. So what happens to Mr. KCR? They could not implement even one really? guarantee. No, in case if the results are as per the exit polls, then will Mr. KCR join the India bloc? Or will no, he be welcomed what, by no. the India parties, which include Ron Gupta not, and others? Let me not comment on that. What I say is 48, 48 hours from now, we are going to form the government. This is for sure. Okay. The writing is on the wall in Telangana. I don't know what he's talking. Okay. Maybe he was well, in Telangana for last three months. for them to I'm change the name from TRS to BRS. Please ask him. Okay. In retrospect, do you think uh, the name change from TRS to BRS was a good idea? But yeah, BRS yeah, to BRS will ensure their VRS from Telangana. <laughs> what is that? What is that? That's that's the line that, that has come from the Congress. A headline certainly there, Rohan Gupta. Okay. So you, you will get VRS, boss. You have become BRS, but you will not be saved. You'll get VRS from Telangana. Tata, bye bye. Yeah, hey, Rohan, Rohan, you, you come back to Hyderabad on December third. You'll come to know what. Yeah, I am exactly coming tonight. We will meet 3rd. tomorrow. I am coming come tonight. Come back to Hyderabad. Then I'll show you. Okay. I'm coming. Seen the, development? Nene, the development, what has happened in Telangana, could you see in any of the states where you're campaigning presently? So As the other that's why you'll get VRS said, now. We have welfare schemes, we have development, we have beautiful city, we have the livable city. It's time for VRS. City. 
we have all sectors developed in Telangana, in Hyderabad especially. What that you have done in other states? You just show me one state which is on par with Telangana. One state. People of Telangana will answer you, not me. Yeah, yeah. Just let wait them for answer. Let, okay. let them answer. Professor, they, are, they have answered you in number of times. Okay, so we'll, we'll ask the politicians to hold horses because when the results will come, we'll know the truth, the real verdict, as they say. Professor Sandeep Shastri, of course, we'll know the, uh, the picture, the big picture on, on third. But the question is also that we did not see uh, a Hindutva narrative in these elections. These were not elections which were polarizing in nature. Uh, I think all parties have realized that if you have to do well in a state poll, you need to focus on local issues. You need to focus on the issues of the people on the ground. And I think that's the reason what you see visible as part of the campaign is an attempt by all the major political players to focus on local issues, to focus on local uh, dimensions of the election. And that's why I made the point at the start of your campaign that in state assembly elections, the state is verily the center of politics and therefore it varies across the 28 states of the country. So state is the center of politics. Uh, the last word and the final word to the woman on the panel, Manisha Priyam. Uh, I would like to say that uh, the state level electorate matters very much. New states, old states, incumbents, anti-incumbency. Big, large. All theories have been put to rest. Certainly big, largest. And it, you know, I was just thinking as this argument was going on, my heart was coming back to Telangana. In the combined state of the old Andhra Pradesh, the way to uprooting a Congress government was a charismatic leadership of N.T. Ramarao. And remember always the one uh, rupee a kilo rice scheme that drew women to the electorate. And I think those two remained very important parts of the political script for much of welfareism and much of the routes through which you could upend an established Congress party. Now, even that script being rewritten in the very place where its birth happened, I cannot wait anymore for December 3 to come about. I think varying theories about incumbency, anti-incumbency, pro-incumbency, welfareism working and not working to the south of the Vindhyas, where welfareism has it been has the been route to power yes. for Dravidian parties. And if the Andhra that was not a Dravidian uh, sentiment-led party even there, now Rajasthan becomes another one that's tailgating that. So I would see a crisscross, a mishmash, but people are the ultimate sovereigns. Janata and that's what it should be in an election. And I wait therefore for December 3 for yes. the verdict itself. So, so we'll wait for December 3rd. Thank you so much. Uh, Sanjay Singh, Amitabh Tiwari, Manisha Priyam here in the studio, Ajay Alok, Rohan Gupta, uh, Professor Sandeep Shastri, uh, Sanjay Singh here and uh, G. Reddy for joining us. Of course, this was the big focus on Big Five. The focus is now on third and we'll return next week with another episode of the Big Five. Thanks so much for watching.